Hello, this is Greg Prado, author of the books Take It Off, Kiss Truly Unmasked, as well as the Eric Carr story, amongst many others. You're listening to the Shattered Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Rock and roll! Army, Tom and Zeus, and Sonny Pooty. Don't turn your radio dial. No, that's not. Oh, you're in the right place. I can't do the voice. I'm going to work on it. And Sonny Pooty is here for episode 110. We're calling this one She. Tom, how are you? Sonny, how are you? Hey, how are ya? What better way to celebrate a Valentine's Day themed episode than by having the love of our life, Sonny <laughs> Pooney. What's up, my friend? Yeah, just what I want to do, spend the Valentine's Day with you two bozos. Get get ready for it because you think you're loving us now. Wait until we're sharing a room on a cruise ship, my friend. Oh, good lord. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We'll be we'll be doing a special love episode then. Now, this is definitely what you would call the three stooges, the three of us on here again. Uh, I'm going to try. I will show you the stooges. (laughs) I will show you the stooges. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to try to get through this without fucking up and uh, start throwing in previously called bonus episode shit. uh, Now called album review crew shit. Uh, What's going on, Sonny? How are you doing these days? I am all good. Uh, family's all healthy. You know, you guys text me and said, can't get anybody. You doing anything? And I said, uh, no, I'm not doing nothing. What's up? So it's who's like, a bigger loser in that story? Us? Me. Or you? <laughs> me. It's, it's like in case of emergency, break glass and there's a picture of Pooney. No, 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 no. We said, and we, we were compliment him off the air. Yes, we compliment him. Uh, we're like, we need to get somebody fun and creative. We're like, what are we doing? What are we even thinking about? Sonny. Exactly. Who else? It's Sonny. Yep. Because this is a definitely fun and creative episode. This is going to be yes. a weird one. This is going to be yeah. a weird one. <laughs> this is getting good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was looking rough. <laughs> so, <laughs> some of these ladies might be looking rough. Yeah. Oh, my number five is... Yeah. Wait till we get to the topic. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. So, uh, boys, usually before we get into the episode, um, we like to give a quick shout out to our Patreon subscribers. We're taping a little early because of scheduling conflict. So we always like to shout out for them. Uh, thank you guys for, uh, jumping in and joining us on Patreon and uh, we want to give a special shout out to a big fan of the show and one of our very early on Patreon subscribers, 
Um, our buddy Chuck Hoskins, um, just giving him a special shout out to let him know that the guys at Shout Out Loudcast are thinking of him. He's going through a little bit of uh, some tough times right now. So we just want to give him a shout out, let him know that we're thinking of him. And, you know, hopefully you can get a little enjoyment out of the episode this week. So, but uh, for Chuck and all the other Patreons, uh, thank you very, very much as always. Yep. Patreon. You can go to patreon.com, P A T R E O N.com. You can find the app. Or on the episode notes, you can see a link to it there. If you're interested, ask us some questions, hit the link, see what it's all about, and come join the fun. Now, Tom, ready to go to last week's? Yeah, so last week's episode. (laughs) Wow. So we finished up our real Kiss Alive (laughs) series here, which is when we take three albums. You know, we told you about it last week. And this was the last one, unless we get creative and continue it. Wow. Talk about ending with a thud. Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster. (laughs) And this episode and the feedback was exactly what we thought it was going to be. Fun and ridiculous. So so the the poll was we compared our set lists. And this whole thing became a referendum on who hates I finally found my (laughs) way more. (laughs) <laughs> Tom, I got more comments of like, I was going to pick you, yep. but you put that song or exactly. that song sucks. Yep. And that's all I got. That's all yep. I saw. Just my ass getting kicked for putting yep. Peter. I want Peter to have a song, you fuckers. But that's then, not a song. Zeus, I love you, buddy. We've been doing the show for no, over 100 no, episodes. No, I will listen. That to is you. that is by far top three worst kiss song in the catalog. By far, it's not even close. Sonny, jump in. Oh. Top three, possibly the worst. I was trying to be nice. So can I ask you something? Don't you, uh, to me, the song is sappy beyond belief. It doesn't fit. It's a AM radio in the 70s song on a Kiss album of a comeback. Okay. But listening to the song, it is not fucking boomerang where it's like oh my ears oh yes it is oh Oh, yes it is sappy shit that syrupy that just it's pussy music let's be blunt it's pussy music oh yeah exactly so i'm wondering how you like it you're you're saying everything i feel about it when did i get into i like it i didn't say i like it i didn't say that at all i said i want peter to sing a song okay and then i got into it with fucking Twisted cocksucker, whatever his name is. <laughs> fucking, hey, uh, why didn't you pick a uh, hooligan? This and that. I'm like, okay, fucking donkey dick. You point to oh. me out a where on Psycho Circus or fucking monster. You see Mainline or Black Diamond, you fucking moron. Wow. These people are just beyond belief, like in their own little fantasy world. Yeah, why, why did you pick that? Because it's the only song available, and I want Peter to sing. If I can put up with Eric Carr in his fucking fake, I'm singing Beth on a piano for five minutes. I can put up with Peter singing a song he'll never sing again, and we've never heard him sing ever. Just a quick sappy song, and Peter getting some love. I'm I can do that. So before we continue with the comment, again, we're recording early. So usually by the time we record on Wednesday, the poll has ended. So there's still, it's Tuesday. So the poll hasn't ended yet, but Zeus is getting crushed. 
right now. And it's all because of, I finally found my way because all the comments here and and there's a lot of them. I'm not going to read every single one of them. All the comments here agree with what we said is that this is, was, this was a fun episode, but nobody wants to see this fucking concert. No, I don't. Okay. Can I, can I talk about the other elephant in the room? Sure. Okay. Um, we have a bunch of kiss ass fans. Oh God, go for it. I, the rules. Yeah, they think like, oh, I'm going by Jericho's rules. First of all, number one, okay, this is a hypothetical concert series, just like Real Kiss Alive Five. There is not going to be a Kiss Live concert where Kiss only performs Unmasked, The Elder, and the songs on Killers. That's not happening, folks, in the real world. Okay, so. We have no rules when it comes to this stuff. As I've said many, many times, I treated these albums like Rainbow does on Final Vinyl, where you have live songs from Dio, live song from Grand Bonnet, live songs from Joey Lynn Turner. There are plenty of bands that do that, just different concert areas in one live album. That's what I'm treating this like. So if I have a chance to put the original four in a lineup, I'm not going to use them in my imaginary album. There is no fucking rule about that shit. First of so all, there are plenty of kiss ass to Jericho and all you, ooh, ooh, Chris. Ooh. And, and there are live compilation albums that exist. For example, I know it's the original band members. But the the live album you wanted the best you got the best that lot that's a that's a that's not a concert that's a compilation of live songs yeah so it exists out there and I just think it's funny how people like oh how can you have when lightning strikes and into the void I'll tell you how because it's our fucking show that's how <laughs> how can we have a concert with fucking the solo albums being played with only them in Dynasty. And fucking whatever, and alive two side four. What the fuck? Look, That's this set list has look, look, this set list has rocking in the USA, tossing and turning and snow blind. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> why did why did Kiss release Monster? I don't know, but I gotta talk about that piece of shit. <laughs> Seriously, it's like it's like a teacher who is forced to correct some stupid kid's midterm exam because he's in the class. <laughs> what do you expect us to do? This is the pile of shit we were given. The fuck? Well, where's Love Gun? What do you mean, where's Love Gun? You fucking idiot. Then we get somebody saying, well, how come it's my life isn't on the set list? Oh, that was him. That was the same one. <laughs> Twisted in the fucking brains, whatever his name is. Well, where's it's my life? And, and no, he 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 goes on to complain about my set list not being authentic because it's different. <laughs> then he puts it's my life. I'm like, hey, genius, can you please point out where on Monster or Sonic Boom is? Because I keep skipping over that song off those three albums. Oh, you got me. Yeah, you think? What is on the box set? That's at the same time frame. More importantly, It's My Life during that era is a duet with Ace, who's not allowed to be in on your set list. (laughs) I got a lot of problems with you (laughs) people. The fuck? He's like, oh, I have Tommy and Razor. Oh, so there's no ace in this. Then what the fuck is? It's my life doing on your album. 
This didn't even been on a fucking album. Look, we tried to make chicken salad out of chicken shit, and it worked for the most part until you guys all lost your mind over this. Because I think everybody was so sick of looking at these songs and being like, oh, I finally found my way. I eat your heart out. This sucks. I love you guys, but this sucks. That's that's pretty much what everybody said. <sighs> so basically, the <laughs> listeners at this point have tuned in to get yelled at. I'm just making sure I got that. Right. Oh, absolutely. They've okay, done okay, that. Okay, yes. 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 Oh, sorry, Mr. Nice Podcaster over there. Fucking full of b- nut rubs and fucking head head massages you give over there. Our buddy Deuce had the greatest quote, I think. Uh, uh, maybe the comment of the week about this. He goes, I feel like this is middle school gym class picking teams for floor hockey, and these are the last two kids left. <laughs> like, <laughs> like trying to pick between our set lists. I mean, all the comments pretty much, you know, we we got a big episode here tonight, so I'm not going to read every single comment here. But generally speaking, all the comments agree. It's a rough trio of albums to make a concert out of. Oh, rough. I finally found my way was the deal breaker for a lot of people to vote for me over Zeus. Look, there's some stuff on Psycho Circus I like. There's some stuff on Sonic Boom and very little, if any, on Monster that I like. So, again, it was a fun, hypothetical episode. And that is what we do on the show. And. Let's be serious. We're having fun with all the listeners. We love that you guys get passionate and fired up about this shit as much as we do. We love that. You know, again, Deuce, another great line, an interesting, funny, and entertaining way uh, of talking about, you know, taking lemons and trying to make lemonade because that's what this was. And we knew we said it when we did that it was going to be a tough one to get through. Nicholas Gratton, I can forgive Zeus for taking I finally found my way, but I can't forgive him for freak. Why he thinks freak, dude? That is like asking if you'd rather be shot or stabbed. I say that a lot on this show. Those are both horrible. Sonny, um, big fan of those songs. They both suck. Yeah, they're brutal. Uh, your fellow Grecian there, Costa. I took Zeus's list so that halfway through, you wanted the best. The music fades, the lights go down. Devereaux's face appears on the screen, cackling that he finally got his revenge. Then Y2J Countdown appears. Bombs blow the robots off the stage. The original four come down and play I Stole Your Love. <laughs> okay. Uh, Uncle Polly, I'm going to go with Tommy, but not by much. Kudos to both of you for putting together a set list from this group of songs. When I saw the episode, I was kind of hoping Tommy would begin and end the show with I Pledge Allegiance to the Stage. Where the fuck did that old. come from? There was a bunch of people that liked that song out of nowhere. You know why? Because it's the fourth time in four episodes I've talked about it. Make, make this the <laughs> people, fifth. People are listening to it now. Every episode in 2020, I've talked about this song except for one. And I'm going to continue. That's my personal promise to all of you. I'm going to find <laughs> a way to get the private exactly. business, Tom. Uh, Scott Wheeler, Zeus had it until I finally <laughs> found my way. <laughs> he said he killed the whole list. Yep. Could one song really kill the whole fucking concert for somebody come on sonny if you're dealing with a with two bad set lists and they're both pretty bad couldn't one horrible song be the deal breaker to make you pick the other set list yes but i gotta say i voted for zeus because he had the balls to put i finally found my way even though it's absolutely idiotic to do so because he had the balls to do it i voted for him (laughs) that's also absolutely idiotic to vote for him oh god See, it's like the fucking idiot. It's like the idiot, the idiot bus. Yeah, uh, buddy Tony from Restrained. I know this will be a shocker to Zeus, but I have to go with Tom's list for the simple fact that Zeus has stand in his set list. 
Love that song. That song. He says it's ab- it's song. absolutely it's absolutely unlistenable. Too many bathroom breaks in Zeus's list. Then again, most of the songs on these three albums were never meant to be played live. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, yeah, Twisted Kister was going off on this entire thing. Zeus already served him. He says, uh, I don't defend Peter much on here, but Paul is to blame for that one. Talking about I finally found my way. I can only assume Kiss and Paul forgot about Black Diamond and never listened to the Chris Cat number one album. How do you give him a fifth rate Beth and not give him a rock song? I'll tell you why. Because Paul couldn't fucking stand Peter at the time and said, here, sing this piece of shit. <laughs> uh, Chris Cat one. Brutal. <laughs> that album is brutal. <laughs> And then our buddy Lance, I voted for Zeus, but choosing songs must have been as hard as King getting up in the morning <laughs> to go sub again. Oh, I got to get into that. Oh, I, I'll, I'll get into King before we end this segment. But go ahead, Tom. Robert Johnston, add freak to Tom's list and I'm good or take away. I finally found my way. So God, the both are terrible. John Schaefer says, if you ever wanted a reason to accept Cheater Chris as your drummer and savior, Zeus delivered it in his playlist when he pulled the lame-ass finally found my way nonsense out. <laughs> Tom wins, end of tweet. Then our buddy Gary Cap, Zeus, why in the name of God did you pick I finally found my way? I would just leave... Pi- <laughs> This is a great one. I would have just left Peter backstage to bitch about everything from how the lights aren't focused on him to his mic not working right. (laughs) Bruno McDonald, Zeus is a joke, right? The only reason I never remembered to list I finally found my way among the worst Kiss songs is that it's so flimsy you forget it's playing even while it's playing. You wanted the best is stupendously average also. Sorry, Zeus. And then you had to... Yeah, that's the that's the poll. Did we have anything on the regular episode? Yeah, let me pull that up. We had some some episode comments too, which were good. So I love it louder. He was say, oh, he was excited about the episode. He said, "Honey, time for me to go shovel outside for two hours." Then he probably hit himself over the head with a shovel after he listened to the episode. Um, Twisted Kister, I'm shocked how many people don't like Sonic Boom. Eh, it, that's a mediocre album. It's the, I'd probably say it's the best out of those three, but that's not saying much. That That's just my opinion. I love it. A lot of response had great record, but people hate it because it's not the original four and it's in makeup. Eh, I don't think that's why. It's not to do with the appearance. It has to do with the songs. Our buddy Steve, who was getting very salty. Alive 8, the longest toilet break in history. <laughs> yeah, we don't call it toilet either. That's a fucking British... That's yeah. British talk, right? You could have called it a commode. Yeah, that's what, like that's why Borat says, "Can I put the camera in the woman's toilet?" <laughs> <laughs> and then Twisted Kister goes, "I'm going by the Jericho rules." That, and that's when we go. That. Don't even bring it up. Oh, you're gonna right. get me off on another fucking tirade on it. All right. Um, then our buddy Vincent Maroney. You fucking sneaky bastard. <laughs> He made his list and he gave some details too. Um, he he opened up with Psycho Circus. He he ended with Stand. But he what was his second song, Tom? His second song was Eat Your Heart Out. <laughs> <laughs> and then this might be this is great. Baco from Cobras and Fire says, "Here is my set list from those records." And then it's just an emoji of a smiley face with sunglasses. Yeah. And then Twisted Kisser goes, yeah, it's still better than Aerosmith on the Roximus Maximus World Domination Tour. We'll cover that tour eventually. That tour sucked. Sonny, did you see yeah. did you see that? The Kiss Aerosmith tour? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
That was awful. I, I left during the Aerosmith. Brutal. Fucking brutal. Fat man on guitar. I would have had a hard time generating a Super Bowl halftime link show from those three. Yeah. Nige Savage, you guys are killing me. I'm trying to work and listen to this episode at the same time, but I keep cracking up and making mistakes. How you doing, people? This song sucks. <laughs> Reply the 12 people, people in, the in, the, in the crowd who aren't in the bathroom. This is a bathroom break concert. Yes. Then he said, what the f- what the holy fuck are you on, Tom? I don't know what he meant. Probably who knows what I was on. Graham Richley, you know what? Both T and Z's lists are pretty damn good, but I would rather see these shows than the end of the road set list. Sorry, Tom. Dangerous lyrics are an absolute cringe. And Z, I finally found my way. May prompt me to throw my full piss cup. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted Kister, I think we all would, which amazes me that the band is right about the majority of concert attendees only wanting hits. I think for the most part, 80s and 90s concert goers were or are the diehards who enjoy all eras. Eh, maybe. Then Murph posts the gif of Nancy Kerrigan being whacked in the leg where she says, why? Why? <laughs> um. Todd Herrig, come on, it can't be that bad, or can it? Eh, it can be. Uh, Steve opens with Psycho Circus, ends with Modern Day Delilah. Mezman opens with Psycho Circus, ends with You Wanted the Best. <laughs> Horny Women Love Rock. Oh, Sonny, why don't you tell us about that tweet? <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted. Love the idea. Albums are crap. Love the hosts. Albums are crap. Okay. They'll definitely love this episode. Jack Broad, 15 songs. How can you pick 15 songs when there are only three or four halfway decent ones between all three albums? Exactly. If you listen to the episode, you know. DG from Tennessee. I can see the Gene Simmons marketing angle. This show blows package. (laughs) You pay $79.95 to stay home and not see this show. (laughs) T-shirt extra. Oh, Mezman added the encore. Finishes with right here, right now. All right. Then more jokes about Pledge Allegiance. Sean McNair, two questions. Would the Venus and Mars rock show from the McCartney Covers album qualify for this list? No. Uh, Then he asked about Sonic Boom on Spotify. We talked about that because the Walmart um, exclusive. Uh, Alessandro Rourke, another reason for Tom to include I pledge allegiance to the state of rock and roll. Are you fellas trolling us? No, I like the song. Uh, Paul Tepelis, Tom sure had a lot of nice words for songs off Monster. I think he actually likes the album. Uh, I, it happens. It, yeah, exactly. Nige says, Zeus, when you have to include a drum solo as early as song six, you know your set list is in serious friggin' trouble. Um, and then Kim Andrews, big Kiss fan, says, looks awesome. Oh, well, maybe she's a fan. Who knows? So that's some Twitter stuff. And uh, you're going to go to get, get some Facebook yeah, action now? Let me, let me zip all the way through there. <laughs> Steve Vargo, Buddy Ravel, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the list as I was laughing so much. King! <laughs> now I hear Paul Lynn's voice. Kids! Machine gun mobbles on the blackboard. Blackboard. Tom repeatedly asked and see what's wrong with you. <laughs> Kiss school was hysterical. Must be a future episode. Loved it as always, guys. That's awesome. Um, Matt Wallace. I don't know how you guys did it, but my album would have consisted of maybe five songs. It would have been like Dio's intermission, an EP <laughs> concert or a mini concert. Definitely a terrible era for the band. And without question, I would choose Mark St. John or Vinnie Vincent to be the substitute teacher. 
Nice. Ray Farrell. Another great episode, but I really missed the sound clips. So I want to make a point on that. Before we started, because we're all getting old, I'm like, Tom, do we put clips on for these episodes? He's like, no. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so either. And then I'm like, afterwards, when we saw your email, I'm like, fuck. Yep. Anyways, I did go back and did put the clips in. So if you want to listen to them, you can just, you just got to delete the episode and then re-download it. And then you'll hear the, uh, the songs. I added them in there. Great episode, guys. And good Lord, Zeus is sadistic. I don't know who suffered the most. His teacher with the chocolate bar stunt or the people left in the building when he plays I Finally Found My Way. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, That was a substitute teacher. King was the English teacher that didn't make it through for the whole year. Um, On our Loudcasters page, group page, Tom, Graham, uh, Graham Richley adds, so great you will both be on the Kiss Cruise. You have to have a SIOL catch-up session. Let's just hope it sails this year rather than be postponed again. Exactly. Well, um, let's hope. Yeah. So uh, there's a Dan O'Halloran said, can't wait for this. And Dan Smith, it's going to be a failure. These albums are not that great. <laughs> he's, he's right. He's right. Yeah. Over to YouTube. Oh, boy. YouTube. Marty White. Oh, Marty, we love him. I had some internet problems, so I couldn't Google the definition of vicariously. (laughs) So I texted Peter and asked him if he knew what it means. His reply below. What do I look like? A fucking dictionary? You spell the word wrong anyway. Gigi says the word is spelled like you say it. Vicariously. (laughs) (laughs) And she told me to tell you to ask Eric Singer because he does it every night. So I asked him at this point, who wears the makeup? His reply, if you want to listen to fake news, kiss, that's your problem. If you want to be a fucko and support a guy who thinks he's me, then fuck you. I didn't learn mercy growing up in the streets of Brooklyn. Singer is the enemy. An enemy deserves no mercy. Okay, Cobra Kai. Yeah, clearly not a productive (laughs) chat. It's hard for me to categorize short, pudgy-cheeked, Tired people as enemies So I left it at that Marty White, man His creativity is off the charts What? Pudgy cheek Tired people (laughs) Uh, Anthony Stratus Which episode 109 Shout it out loud Podcast, which I like to refer as The piss teeth podcast (laughs) I totally fucking lost it Too funny, you guys are awesome and Devin Duncan says, great episode. Um, we were talking about the color commentator for the Bruins, who uh, Jack Edwards, who looks like he has piss teeth. <laughs> He's been goggling piss before he goes on the air, Sonny, because his teeth are so fucking yellow. Oh, I heard. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I've never met that guy. Yeah, I've You'll, met him several, several times. He's not, not, he's not a bad guy in person. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's got to start brushing. <laughs> but... Uh, Let's uh, wrap up with some emails here. All right, Sonny, you want to start? I know you got a few, and then I got a couple, too. So you want to go? Sure. So the first one's from Philippe Melander. Hey, you literally are one of the best podcasts regardless of the topic. Compared to other KISS podcasts, you're light years ahead with sound quality and topics. And, of course, the connection with the listeners. I've always had a great time listening to you guys. Love the Ace Impressions 
And when you call Paul pandemic, Paul is always funny. I'm probably one of your younger international listeners. We're so oh. sorry. I uh, oh. have been a Kiss fan since 2010 when I was 12 years old. So that oh, made me 23. Yikes. So the first album for me was Monster. Oh, Poor guy. God. <laughs> Love the bonus song right here, right now. Uh, it would have been on my set list for a Live 8. Good, okay. uh, good job, guys. Keep up the good work. Tony Smith. So he's got a way for you guys to do this series and keep it going. He says, put the names of the studio albums in a hat, draw three per show until they're all used up. So basically, you put them all in a hat, you might get like Dynasty, Asylum, and Monster, and you got to come up with a live set. That's an interesting idea. Maybe we will. You never know. In regards to the latest episode, I finally found my way, three question marks, yeah, to the fucking bathroom. Really, Zeus? (laughs) If you're a Peter fan. I know you're a Peter fan, but Jesus criminy, know when to say when. <laughs> Great show as always. You guys keep rocking. Um, all right. So my brother Danny sent you guys an email. And normally Danny is a pretty positive guy. You guys don't really know Danny, but he's a pretty positive guy. So I'm surprised here. Another great episode, but I've got a question for you. After every episode, I hear ads for other podcasts, and honestly, they're pretty horrible. Some of the podcasters sound like they want to kill themselves. God, I hope you don't have one of my ads. <laughs> so, or they're so boring, I want to kill myself instead. No, That no. got me thinking. Do you guys have an ad that plays at the end of other Pantheon podcasts? If so, can we hear it? Look forward to taking shots with you guys on the Kiss Cruise. All right, so I think that's, yeah, we have no control over that. So when we put it, we upload our episodes. I think Pantheon just throws one of our sister programs and puts it on there. Look, I think we're a little different than all the other podcasts out there on that channel. I think they're a lot more serious and informing. Oh, you're listening to uh, Ted Koppel talking about (laughs) piss cups. (laughs) When did you get yours? But the rest of us, you know, us, uh, I think we did do one, Tom, right? I think we, we did, did do, uh, we, we did, we did do one a while ago. Um, I mean, we could find, we, if people want to hear, we could dig it out and drop it on our social media. It, it's just a little promo, a promo clip, audio clip of our show. But like Zeus said, we don't have control over that at the end of each episode. They throw, because there's, there's right now, there's like maybe 40 or 50 Pantheon shows. Um, and like Zeus said, some of them are serious, but the serious ones don't, judge them by those clips the, the, some of them are really really good some of these people are like scholars or authors like doing these shows so yeah martin popov has a show no, he's I, not gonna be talking about piss cops and no fucking. and when he comes on our show we have to when he comes on our show we have to act like adults <laughs> yeah we should do a commercial on the fly here so you got time to waste you want to hear a episode a podcast episode that's longer than the super bowl <laughs> That'll be the bonus. That'll, that'll be the album <laughs> review crew. Yeah. You got three hours to kill. Are Jesus you a big fan of, are you a big fan of Allison chains? If not, you're screwed. Cause we're going to be talking about them for the next three hours. Do you like to debate Kip wingers, bright teeth, his <laughs> dance moves and his good looks. You've come to the right place. Have you ever heard a podcast about hickory nuts? And piss cups. You come to the right place. Do you like math? Do you want to hear average user selections and percentage picks on where you rank the single soundtrack as opposed to White Snake? Tune in to Shout It Out Loudcast. 
do you want to hear stories of flatulence gone wrong? Do you substitute teachers and teachers harassed and assaulted in class? Sure, do it in. Are you interested in hearing about bootleg illegal German porn where people piss on themselves? I urge you to check out the latest Shout It Out Loud guest. Pissing Are you for- sick of everybody being smarter than you? Are you? <laughs> do you want just average intelligence? How about low intelligence? You've come to the right place. See, why are you going to make fun of us like this? So, yeah. <laughs> we can see, this, do all kinds of commercials. I, I was just going to say, there's, there's your, D- Danny, there's your ad right there. Replay all those at your leisure. There you go. Perfect. All right. I got a couple quick emails who, to, to, that we're going to read before we move on. So last week, we read an email from Mike H. And we were convinced that it was our friend, Mike Shue, who has a Pantheon podcast about Neil Young. And we made a joke because we just assumed it was him. Well, yeah. come to find out it wasn't him. It was, uh, he says, I'm a longtime Kiss fan and a recent SIOL podcast fan, Mike H. Been a Kiss fan since 1977. My favorite memory is fe- seeing them on the convention tour. Thank you for entertaining me. You guys are the best. But the funny thing is that his email address is pinworm420. So he spent a paragraph explaining to us <laughs> what a pinworm is. I'm not going to disgust any of our listeners anymore by reading that, but thank you, Mike H. Um, another email here from Ryan M. Paw. Real Kiss Alive 8, Psycho Circus, easily the opener. Both are good playlists, all things considered. I like them both. Zeus has two flaws. I hate Freak. They're iconic. They're 60 years old, now 70-year-old millionaires. It doesn't make sense that they wrote that in 2012. It would have been a badass song if they wrote it in 1975. Also, I finally found my way. Terrible song, but I like that Zeus included it. I'm going to give the edge to Tom's list. Pledge of Allegiance is a good song. Would be my ending as well. Earlier in the episode, Tom mentioned you guys like hearing Kiss fan origin stories. And because this gets a lot of shit, understandably, I wanted to share mine. I was 13 in the year 2000. For some reason, probably being a stupid comedy, I rented Detroit Rock City. Listen to our review episode on that. That movie made me a huge Kiss fan. At the beginning, the Love Gun intro and the 70s montage had me hooked immediately. I wasn't familiar with them, so their images were amazing, and I love the songs, all of which I never heard before. It didn't even bother me at the time that they were hardly shown. I'm glad you did a movie review episode of it. I always wondered how long time KISS fans felt about it. Seeing it now, it isn't good, but it will always be special to me because it made me a lifelong KISS fan. Guess it was good for something. Great episode, as always, a fantastic listen, and poor King. Uh, and then he says, I asked on Facebook if you guys will be getting Shouted Out Loudcast hats or beanies. Uh, should I message Click T Shop directly? We're going to reach out to our buddy Ed at Click T Shop because he does sell hats and, and beanies and winter hats. So we're going to f- check on that and see if he's got shout out loudcast ones. But uh, thank you for the email, Ryan. Uh, and then Stephen Wood. Hi, guys. Great episode. I was trying to sip my coffee during the episode, but I had to keep stopping as you were cracking me up. Zeus's laugh is priceless. Poor King. And Tommy's Paul rap impressions are magnificently silly. Then he goes and does the most unbelievably organized set list. The name of the song, the vocals, if anybody's a guest on it, what happens during the song in comments. Spectacular work, Stephen. This is awesome. You open up with Psycho Circus. You close with Forever. Crickets. But then he says that's the outro played over the arena to get classic Bruce and Eric Carr in there. His real ending is you wanted the best. Um, and then he has Ace. He has everybody. He has, you know, everybody playing. So uh, great email. Thank you for sharing that, Stephen. 
Uh, and then we got Heiter, uh, Lemonade from Lemons. Nicely done, lads. Not an ideal span of albums from which to build a decent set list. I got to say, though, I've always liked the last two cuts from Sonic Boom from the get-go. When Lightning Strikes and Say Yeah are instantly catchy and enduring. Great back and forth about teachers and hockey. I'm an aging Canadian Kiss fan, so I can relate to the hate fuel rivalries. I'm a Vancouver Canucks fan. I lived in Calgary for years. I was hated when I went to a Flames game, especially when I wore my Todd Bertuzzi jersey. Yeah, I bought it just to piss off everyone in that city. I got it cheap for some reason. As for teachers, Ace would be the obvious choice for a substitute from the point of view of me back in the early 80s. He would make Mark Harmon's Freddie Shoop from Summer School look like Ben Stein. <laughs> That's a great movie. Great reference there, Summer School. Complete chaos. Our teachers back in the day had a little more pushback. We had one guy, our metal shop teacher, his, na- his name was Helmet Klughammer. That was... <laughs> That's a that's a guy yeah. that sounds like he was in Accept. I was just gonna say that it's like the lead singer of Accept or second Saxon. base player. It was a second base player. He, he had no problem with throwing tools and getting in students' faces if they ever got out of line, <laughs> yelling in a heavy German accent. And you know the hardest cases ended up loving the guy. Great stuff. A lot of fun listening. Taking me back to some good times. Thanks, guys. Paul. Thank you, Paul. Awesome emails. Great feedback as always. Great stuff, guys. Thank you for all of that. We love it. Wrapping up. Got a couple of comments here from direct messages. Okay. Steve, Steve Vargo. Z, you are fucked up. <laughs> and I love. Okay. Just like me. LOL. I love Kiss School and the King stories. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. Steve just jumped on with Patreon. So he was a, a little excited uh, about the shout out there and uh, well warranted. So, and then we got one, Tom, I got to read from our Shout It Out Loud cast. I think this is our Facebook. Okay. Okay. So this is from Michael Farrell. Okay. Hey, guys. I love that Kiss Alive 8 episode. That bit about King had me on the floor. (laughs) It was so terrible, yet so funny at the same time. My list would be a combination of both your lists. That being said... I want to thank you both for not including We Are One on both the (laughs) lists. Brutal. That is by far the worst song Kiss ever recorded, in my opinion. It's bad. We Are One is like paper cuts on my dick to my ears. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again for another great show. And Tom, that is our comment of the week because I haven't had to think about Paper cuts on my dick. Ever. Um, Ever. <laughs> and Ever. Now, now I have done that. And uh, I want to thank you and a tip of the hat to Michael Farrell with that brilliant uh, analysis, Tom. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> great, great, great way to wrap up listener feedback. Paper cuts on dicks. You get it all here. That's going to be the next promo. Do you suffer from paper cuts on your dick? If so, shout it out loudcast can help. I was thinking. (laughs) Tune in now. I was thinking earlier. You wanted the best? They ain't here. (laughs) See, (laughs) this is why we have Sonny on. Uh, It's like us, Zeus and I. We wanted the best. We got Sonny. That's right. (laughs) That's what you're going to do. Tom, Uh, we need to get the best. Uh, We just got Sonny. All right. (laughs) Settle for, settle for whatever. Yeah, we'll take them.
Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So, Tom, usually after this, we go into Kiss World. Anything going on over there? No. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I, there, I, there were I a got, couple quick things I just want to make mention, okay? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, Paul put up the worst-looking pizza I've ever seen in my fucking life. It just needed Dude, sour cream. It was good. It looked like the pizza that friggin' Walter White threw on the roof of his garage in Breaking Bad. It was it horrible. It was burnt. It looked like it had no fucking fi- It was like paper thin. Oh, it was just disheveled looking. It looked crooked. <laughs> like his face. <laughs> maybe so he Paul dropped, wanted maybe, to go on our show. Maybe he dropped maybe he dropped it while he was riding his 10 speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was, and that was the other thing. I saw him on some sort of like a charity thing where he was talking, and um, it was like a live cast for some sort of like sponsored. Some girl was interviewing him and talking. Mostly, Paul was bragging about his about his biking, and I just did twenty five miles. I just got back. I tend to do that a couple times a week. Uh, settle down there, fucking Stanley. <laughs> Relax there, friggin'. Popping wheelies and bunny hops. Yeah, and some fucking asshole kept like putting messages up there and saying, Ooh, gelato. Gee, who was that? There was a couple other not so nice comments. I think Vinny Vincent jumped in and asked him to borrow 20 bucks. <laughs> that was Instagram Live, correct? I think so. Yeah, think yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, he did that for a little bit. Um, Gene is still fighting with people online. Oh and, God. uh, now he's like the cryptocurrency king of the nighttime world. And <laughs> I love that. What the fuck is he doing? I, 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 what? Look, there's a lot of money to be had in Bitcoin. He's going to start selling like demon Bitcoin, probably in the concessions, the merch booth. Now, you don't think he sat down with somebody who goes, so let me get this straight. Bitcoin is imaginary and people are buying it and it's worth money. 
you're in the kiss business, baby. Dude, it was selling fucking air guitars. Air guitar strings, right? Yeah, I know. Of course. So when is he gonna say, let's get into the kiss coin business, baby? You don't don't give him any ideas. He will. Yeah, and there'll be a million of us like, oh, I just got this fucking Gene Simmons kiss coin. It's a rarity. Yeah, because it's worth nothing to the real world. But the kiss nerds, it's worth a million dollars. It's the equivalent like of the shit I got in here. It's the equivalent of a friggin' token you get at like Dave and Buster's arcade. <laughs> but right now it's on the kiss auction. And 50 of our friends and listeners are on there going, I'll give you $10,000 for it. Pretty much. <laughs> oh. No, but you're right. But then, but then he's then he's just arguing on Twitter with people about everything. Oh, and, oh, the the Rock is dead argument came back up again. Rock is dead, and you, the fan, killed it. I don't understand where he's coming from with that. I mean, there, I, I, I had I, this conversation, dude. I get it a thousand percent. I know, I know. But he blames young people for killing Rock. I, I, I think if anything, I think there's a I think there's a large contingent of young people that are trying to keep it alive, but it's not working. It's, well, I don't think it, I don't think it's their fault. Then why isn't hip hop out of the way? I think if if a rap artist can't make it, they're starting like he talks about the record company paid us and allowed us to grow as artists. Then why are hip hop artists coming out of nowhere? And next, you know, this guy's the biggest star in the world. Because because, I know I don't want to spend too much time on this, but but my 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 son, who's my son's a teenager, Sonny, you got teenagers, Zeus here. Everybody right now is is singles oriented. My son will be like, "Oh yeah, so and so's dropping a new single tonight." I'm like, "A new album?" He's like, "No, no, a new single." Like they they so nobody there's no so you wait 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 though Tom, who's the biggest artist in the last ten years? In what genre? All music. Taylor Swift, probably. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor uh, Swift. She just yeah. did like fucking two albums. Her now, albums sell great. Now, now speaking of rock, I'll tell you right now, last week, Foo Fighters dropped their new album. It was huge. It, I know Sonny doesn't like the Foo Fighters, but I'm just saying, in terms of a rock band that has longevity, yeah. for people that for people that are into rock and for people who that like the Foo Fighters, that was a big deal. People yep. were buying the CD, the vinyl, downloading it, sharing it, talking about it. But now that's gone because now they're gonna now people are gonna go look and try to find the new shiny object to talk about. So Foo Fighters were popular for a week with the new album. Now it's gone because now they're gonna look at something else. So yeah, th- but there's not enough. Well, all I was saying is though, Tom is like there's enough hunger and stuff to support young artists in hip hop. There should be the same thing for rock bands there's no excuses i what i think the argument should be is that they're not making any money because i find the fact that you know they get a billion listens to they make three thousand dollars that's no, ins- that's insanity yeah that's but in, in hip hop people are still making millions of dollars why can't rock people still make millions of dollars the music itself is not popular it's not it might be there might be some truth to that and again i'll use my son as an example he People his age or even a little bit older, a lot of them either like classic rock or like th- there's no real like like my son. He likes Van Halen. He likes Def Leppard. He likes Kiss. A lot of his friends, they, some of them, they like Pink Floyd or Zeppelin or stuff. Nobody likes these new bands that no one's ever heard of. After the grunge era, there were no new bands that stuck and became studs and that dominated that there was like our level of 
our, our generation, right? And then the the generation underneath, our generation still loves Kiss, Aerosmith, right. Led Zeppelin, even though they were before our generation because we fell in love with the Teslas, Def Leppards, Bon Jovi's, and all them. But we still like the past. Okay, so our generation still liked the Nirvanas, the Pearl Jam, and, and Alice in Chains a little further away from Sonny's, but we still like them. But who came in after them to keep it going? Nobody. There were folks there. They just weren't marketed. The issue is, is that pop and R&B will market itself. It's easy music to listen to, hip hop, et cetera. They, you know, they're talking about things that connect with people uh, right. in lives that they're doing. Rock needed somebody to sell them. It was MTV. The minute MTV was gone, rock was done. MTV took it away from them and they yeah. killed it. So that's where I put a lot of my angst against them. And I put a lot of it against the fact that as soon as grunge died, there was nothing else to take it. They already said the two kind of musics at that one point, you had the classic rock and then you had hair metal. Then grunge comes in and kills one of them off. And then when grunge yep. died, there's nobody hair metal and grunge are gone. All we have left is classic rock. Yep. Nobody filled the void. Anyways, that's now that, it, now, now, to get off my chest. But the only other thing is I can tell you, Tom, the last thing about this all about pop music, you're right. First time ever in her life, my daughter was like, When's the halftime show? When's the halftime show? When's the halftime? Is it on yet? Is it on yet? Right. She sat there and watched it with me and was naming she's 12 years old, was naming songs from the weekend. She goes, Oh, yep. that's not that new. That's this new song. That's a they watched and, it. Who and, who and, right and now, another the Foo Fighters, Tom? Is a new rock band that could no offense that could keep the audience watching. They're all turn it off. Nobody. The only can. other the only other rock the only other rock band that could do the halftime show would be Metallica. They could come out and do Enter no, no, Sandman. No. I'm, I'm talking be like nobody. Now. Nobody. There's no. There's. We've talked about this. There's no arena acts right now. It's Foo Fighters and Metallica. That's it. Coldplay, ACDC right? and Guns N' Roses when they did their Not in This Lifetime tour. That's Coldplay. it. But they're kind of around the Foo Fighters era, right? Who? Yeah, but- Coldplay's not raw. Oh, they were brutal at the but kind of around Foo Fighters era. Yeah, but they're different. They're different they're types still of music. Rock, barely. But yeah, but it's still. I mean, it's not hip hop. It's rock. no, no. But I also think too, and we'll finish, we'll wrap up this topic before this turns into the episode. If anybody out there is, and I give credit to our buddy Jay from the Hook Rocks, he waves the flag of new rock. He has new artists on his show. He pushes them. He promotes them. He does interviews with members of the bands, and I give him credit because somebody has to do that, or, or rock will really be dead. So yep. I give credit to our buddy Jay for that. And if you like. New Rock, check out his show because he he's always pushing. He still he still honors you know the old stuff. You know he talks about Dawkins and Van Halen and stuff, but he does push some of those newer bands and they're out there. But unfortunately, it doesn't come to you. You have to go find it. Yeah, you guys need to get into New Rock. Now let's do an episode about Kiss, about an imaginary <laughs> imaginary concept of a, of a band that's almost fifty years old. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. So. Finally, it's Valentine's Day weekend, right? Yep. We're thinking to ourselves, all right. So, what are we? Everyone's expecting the what's the best love songs? What's the top ten kiss romantic songs? Last time we did five songs you would want to play for your Valentine, and five songs you shouldn't play. Like you shouldn't be like, I love you. You're the only one I can think of you. Now let's listen to Bang Bang You. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Now burn, bitch, burn. <laughs> 
Yeah. So this time we came up with a little creative concept and I was like, hmm, what if we took the women in Kiss songs? <laughs> Which of these women we're talking? Is it the girl in Strutter? The Strutter? Are we talking about Beth? Are we talking about Domino? Which of all the women in Kiss songs, which would we want to be our Valentine? And these don't have to be girls with names. It doesn't need to be Shandy or Beth or Domino. It could be the chick from this song, the girl that the girl that Paul is singing about in this song, etc. Exactly. Yep. So maybe you're into anal. And there's another there's another ad. Are you into anal? Check out Shout It Out Loudcast. You've got nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we came up and we're like, me and Tom were like, all right, let's get a third person. Who's cool? Sonny. Sonny's the only mind that's dirty and awful and and hilarious like ours. He would make this episode work. So we combined. Shout it out loudcast in Sonny Pooney's brains, and we're doing a top 10 list each of the women in Kiss songs that we want to be our Valentine. Sonny, you're our guest. You get to go first. So before I tell you my number 10, I just want to tell everybody I named all my women if they didn't have names. <laughs> Similar to Gone in 60 Seconds, if you've never seen that movie. So her name is Fiona. She obviously needs to do something to help her sleep. She may be using her hands on herself, but it's getting her nowhere. She's willing to get bolder. She's starting to get into me. Maybe can't help herself. She doesn't mind if I bite. And bonus, she's willing to keep me coming. I got to go with Fiona. I like how Sonny's making up names. I'm like, oh, we, we're doing Kiss songs. What fucking what song is that? Oh, keep me coming. So the girl from Keep Me Coming. Yeah, she's okay. gonna let me bite. So well, you don't like Fiona? First of all, the song's terrible, but we're not judging this on the on the on the quality of the song. That's good. I, I would think something like that. I'd have ranked maybe higher than number ten for Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, my but, other nine are better. Okay, all right, all right. So I I see where Sonny's going on this. Mine's gonna be a little bit more chaotic i think my list is going to be a little bit out there mine's not going to be yeah it's going to be weird so i'll I'll, zeus do you have any comments on uh fiona his imaginary blow-up doll sonny probably picked this song because he found the fucking phrase each little bite lets me know that you're ripe what the fuck this is who you want to be your Valentine. Yes. <laughs> she was looking ripe. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Tom, you're up. Number All 10 right. to you. So number 10 for me. So this one is a little bit vague. I got creative because, yes, we like to make up our own rules. Gene is singing more about a woman, maybe not to a woman, but about a woman that he is interested in. And that's because if you're going to celebrate Valentine's Day, you want to celebrate Valentine's Day with big hips 
sweet lips. <laughs> because when it comes to Valentine's Day, the bigger the cushion, the better the pushing. Most definitely. <laughs> I'm going with a girl that Gene is dreaming about in spit as my number 10. <laughs> so you want a fat chick? Oh, for Valentine's. Hey, like he says, thin is in, but it's plain to see. That don't mean spit to me. <laughs> it's time for some thickness. <laughs> That's my number 10. And I, I know Sonny's nice. smiling because he likes the thick. Oh, <laughs> we might not be talking fat, about not, that later. Not fat, Zeus. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. <laughs> Our text exchange, it's like, we are, we'll have a picture of a woman, and it's like, man, oh, she's awesome. Man, she's awesome. Like, we got <laughs> yep. split. We have a lot of different tastes. Yeah. You guys like chicks with, like, fucking, uh, uh, look, hamstrings like Arnold. <laughs> fucking, like, it's fucking. Their legs, like legs like fucking tree trunks. <laughs> Is that Big Hawk? Exactly. Big Hawk. Yeah. Right. Anyway, anyway, now that we're going to move off that. So I went the tender approach. Oh, I have some of that in my list. I went Very... the tender approach. Okay. So I wanted to start off easy. Oh. To be safe, I went and took the woman from every time I look at you. Oh, so sweet. Yes. Okay. The Things seem to come easily with this woman, Tom. Okay. And- I heard her, but now she's letting me back in. So she's a forgiven lady. Wow. This is so, the t- tender Zeus. This is that's interesting. Right. Okay. So the woman from every time I look at you, plus the song's pretty good. I love that song. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. Sonny, we'll get to that- the dirty shit. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm yeah. mixed. My list is all mixed up. I, my list really isn't even in an order, to be honest with you, but that's okay. Oh, my list isn't an order. Okay. They're, they're, it's an order. All, All right. right. Number nine for me. Her name is Cindy. Oh, God. She don't like to dress. She don't talk too good. I don't want her for a conversation anyway. She's not too clean. And she won a prize with a shun don't sign. Well, it must be love, baby. Fits like a glove. Oh, Cindy God. fits like a glove. Cindy. Is that spelled with an S, like S-I-N, Cindy? It's S-Y-N. Oh, okay. Uh, so what is, is it like when you go through her? Like a knife through butter. <laughs> oh, I was hoping you'd hit that note, Sonny. I don't think anybody's hitting that note. I don't think anybody's playing with it. What's it say? I don't think, it, I don't think it's anybody's. You're not doing any business there, Sonny. you doing any business. Cindy from Fits Like a Glove. Uh, yeah. See, I don't like naming them because not because I know people named Cindy. I'm like, ah, Cindy's not hot. She doesn't fit like a glove. <laughs> she fits more like the hamburger helper glove. <laughs> she fits like a mitten. <laughs> it's more like Ted Simmons from the Milwaukee Brewers glove. <laughs> oh. Rich Gedman. <laughs> the, the Rich Gedman catches me. <laughs> Poor Cindy. <laughs> it's like looks like Kramer's face. Catches me. <laughs> All right. Look away from Cindy. Uh, Cindy look at me. I'm hideous. 
All right. So for me, number nine, I, I get a little bit more emotional here, right? Spit, oh. we were, spit, we were getting off, you know, a little bit filthy there. So this one, this woman, I, I think should be great because she's so passionate about the music that when she's sitting in her seat, she stands and she clutches her breast <laughs> because my music drives her wild along with the rest. She sees what my fingers can do. And she wishes that I was the one that I was doing it to. Oh. Now the song is terrible, but any woman who is into my music that much, she's number nine on my Valentine's list. Mrs. Great Expectations. Wow. I can just imagine. Hey, is that song about me? Yeah, it is. That song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that song, I can't wait to get to the Destroyer album review. Oh, my Lord. When I first heard that song, I was like, this ain't Kiss. There's no way this is a fucking Kiss song. But I love the lyrics, and I love the chick. She can't help herself. She's like touching herself. Exactly. Like, that's a fucking turn on. Like she's that's sitting a, down. A, she sits down, then she stands up and she's like, Ooh, yeah. ooh, God, yeah. <laughs> the only problem with that is like, you better hope your family's not in the room too. Like, Jesus, control yourself. My grandma's over here. Like, fucking stop thinking, stop fucking touching yourself. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Exactly. What All do you right. Guys? Now, for me, number nine. All right. This woman, she likes to dance. Sometimes I have to tell her it's time for romance. Oh, boy. She's a jewel in the rough. Oh, yeah. And she knows I'm going to show her my stuff. (laughs) And she's so slutty. She'll meet me in the ladies room. Yes. So if I strike out on Valentine's Day... (laughs) I can meet this girl in the ladies' room. Oh, love it. Good for you. <laughs> I love it. I mean, could nothing, nothing. Oh, yeah, by the way, for my money, <laughs> it can't be too soon. So she'll take a couple bucks in case, uh, you know, that's what it needs to persuade her, Tom. Dude, when you're talking true romance, Valentine's Day, I mean, honey, you want to go for dinner? No. Go take me into the ladies' room. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> meet meet you in the ladies room like you take her out to this beautiful italian restaurant oh honey i got a seat over there oh hell no we're going into the ladies room right there we're not even gonna waste time sitting down <laughs> oh, i think that was in i think that was in uh the last season of ozark when the chick went yes. into the ladies room we got oh, banging yeah. out of nowhere yeah. just met yeah. some guy right yeah i yes. think that's yeah. there she go i would bang her that's my valentine's the chick <laughs> The bartender fucking from the Ozarks. There you go. Okay, perfect. Eight, Sunny. So her name is Sophia, and she's from Portugal. Oh, boy. She oh. drinks pink champagne. So obviously she likes to drink a little bit, yeah. possibly get a little wild. She speaks with an accent. She has a bed, so we don't got to get a room. Okay. And she's European, which means... Waxing might be optional, which is a bonus for me. Should I say that out loud? Christ. Yeah, but her, her armpits are hairy. <laughs> she's so European. Oh, it depends on what part of Europe she's from <laughs> yeah. before you get excited about that. Her armpits, her legs, and her bush is in fucking. <laughs> yeah, be careful. 
dude, you might be sitting with a, somebody shipping, sipping champagne. It looks like me. <laughs> you gotta be careful. You're smooth. <laughs> no, only this is only up here is smooth. <laughs> Actually, we'll find out on that kiss cruise. You'll find out what it's all. About. <laughs> He's gonna hook up with somebody with Paul Stanley chest there. <laughs> Oh man, that's a good I, one. I like that. Sophia's that's a good one. Good. That's a good one. Maybe I'm my hands underneath your underneath your shirt. Why is my hand getting stuck in your chest here? Oh. All right. So we got a little we got we got a little, you know, rom- romantic, uh, you know, a little, you know, with some great expectations. But now, let's go back. Number 8. All right. You make a reservation. You lift your dress because she wants to impress. Oh yeah. All right. You got a stiff proposition. Yeah. Love him. Leave him. Valentine's Day. It's over. The Great. chick from Love Him and Leave Him. Because he says, I'm gonna give you my number. I, you'll say that you'll see me tonight. Huh? I don't know. I'll sit in my driver's seat. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. So there you go. I, love the, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Don't know. Maybe not. You gotta check you gotta check with me if it's all right though. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the thing. She's like, she takes him up on his slick proposition. Tom. Exactly. It's like, all right, I'm game. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. That'd be fun for a Valentine's Day, huh? Hell yeah. And then you could be like, oh, why don't you shake your ass on home? <laughs> <laughs> like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> all right, boys. So I am going to go over to, I like, I like, Chicks that are mysterious. Uh-oh. Okay. So I want to go to a girl that she works, you know, nine to five. Okay. She ties her hair up, her blouse button tight, oh. gets her work done as she waits for the night. But at nighttime, she's walking around like a mystery. I like it. Oh, thrills in the night. Good one. The girl that's like all like fucking librarian, yep. like the chick from the AT&T commercial. And oh. at nighttime, she God. busts out. You're like, yeah. damn, God damn. Ooh, give me that 5G. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, that's what I want. Thrills in the night. The girl that becomes a prostitute in Paul Stanley's mind. <laughs> Because she just enjoys it for the romance and for the excitement. She just likes to she likes to fuck at night. (laughs) I like it. So I'll take it. Thrills in the night and number eight. Okay. All right. My number seven. The name isn't great. Because her name is Lady Space. Oh, but she's on her knees. She wants to please. Okay. She wants to grab a hold of my rocket. And she wants it fast, which is my specialty. <laughs> over rocket ride. <laughs> so you're done like that. a rocket, Sonny, huh? <laughs> Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. I like this. Oh, are we are we saving the love and romance for later, or is it just going to be none of that tonight? Uh, there's one that made my uh, honorable mention. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> okay. All right. So That's rocket hard. ride for Sonny. All right. So I was when I was digging through this, I'm like, all right, let, let's look, let's let's look at some songs that maybe we don't appreciate lyrically too often. Oh, finally found my way. No, <laughs> no, no. So 
if you're talking she, val she, you're talking valentine's day now this, this isn't going to be too romantic here but that's not what we're talking about because this girl she's knocking on my window each night oh because she is sweeter than a beauty queen she's also darker than a limousine because she needs me to make her feel right because me and her together are partners in crime oh you're really digging in deep yep because the te- when the temperature flies and her body gets so close you lay it all on the line partners in crime paul stanley singing his magic to her i like that tom that's a good good fucking pick like somebody that has the same devious deviant mindset as you thank you yeah exactly (laughs) i'll take that as a compliment i guess yes yes (laughs) yes partners in crime yep all right number seven for me The type of her love is described as a gun, a blade. She's also called a bitch. (laughs) She's also described as insane. She deals in pain. Oh, Zeus likes it rough. Okay. She'll cut you clean. Then she'll watch you bleed. So obscene. She loves to hear me scream black lace stiletto heels crack the whip submission trip i think sunny's jerking off over there i think he might be too <laughs> i saw something for me That's a little, little too rough not tender <laughs> cat and heat mistress of deceit mistress of deceit oh nerves of steel her next meals She's searching for the meat. I think Zeus might be doing something over there. She's a killer. I guess the the rough stuff here. All right. This woman's going to fucking rip you to shreds. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a night to remember with her. She ain't, you ain't fucking, you're getting laid, though. You you may get a little (laughs) fucked up, but you're getting laid. I (laughs) contemplated killer. And then I was like, that's a little too crazy. It didn't even make my honorable mention. Oh. I'm like, I can't do that. Oh, bitches oh, in stage deals in pain. I like it. I like it. Man, a little too rough, but I, I, I got a I got a, a, a group of these. I'm trying to avoid the duplicates just to add oh, some yeah. air to it. So. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. Yep. Okay. I, I've got to go with a duplicate here because, like I said, I've got a top 10 here. So my first one's a duplicate, but it's very interesting because even the duplicates are not really going to sound the same. Okay. So her name is Julie. Oh, God. Because I'm a big Julie Bowen fan. Oh, Julie. Oh, Bowen. Yeah. oh, yeah. I love her. But it doesn't really you, fit her. You know, I banged her, right, Sonny? So you still like her? Yeah. <laughs> Will you take my sloppy seconds from her? Yeah, I, I've, I, I've banged her several <laughs> times. Just The storyline doesn't really match her, but I just like the name Julie. Okay. Because I need a whole lot of woman. Oh. One that had big hips, sweet lips, more yep. cushion, doesn't mind getting on all fours, loud enough to where the neighbor knows who she is, and she's available ride after ride after ride. Oh, Poony. What kind of woman spit? Poony. God, you're, you're, such, a, you're, you're, you're such a dirty, dirty exactly. man. Dirty, dirty boy. Dirty, dirty boy. Uh, all right. Well, 
it's time to get dirty. And <laughs> Zeus, <laughs> we've been doing this. Zeus, Zeus got a little filthy and violent with his killer. So this girl here, you know, Jean's talking to her and I don't think things are going well because there's trouble in paradise because he found a lipstick stain of your kiss and she can sink her teeth into this bitch (laughs) because it's time for me to dance all over your face. Oh, yes. Yes. The chick that's going to let you like, just like, oh, let me dance all over your face. Happy Valentine's Day. There are some of those out there that love that shit. And if they love it, they really love it. There are. And I don't know what her name Sonny, can you name her for me? I don't have a name. Uh, let's go with, uh, I'm thinking here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough Betsy? one. Betsy? Nah. I don't, Betsy. I don't think Betsy. Brazilian woman used to love to do it. I, uh, never mind. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Maybe she'll listen someday. I shouldn't say it. <laughs> He's upset. He said, I saw you with another man. You put me in disgrace. So I'm just going to dance all over <laughs> the face. <laughs> it's over. Wow. Yep. There we go. That was my number six. This, all what's right. happening right now, is all your fault. <laughs> you made me dance all over your face. And your yeah. wives are going to listen to this episode and be like, what the fuck? Is going on over there? You know what? You, you know what? Out with that Zeus kid anymore? You know what I was thinking of those Zeus? When we go through this episode and like we're having fun with these songs. Is there any like like you always say it, like uh, on this Valentine's Day episode of the Eagles podcast? We're gonna pick out the song. <laughs> you know they're gonna sing uh, "Wasted Time" and some beautiful love ballads and Desperado. You yeah, know, like yeah. Sunrise. Yeah, yeah. no, Big- it's. De- Love and stuff like that. No, we're gonna crack a whip. You know, <laughs> blades, <laughs> knives, dancing all over your face. Bigger the pushing, better the cushion. <laughs> oh, we're not done yet. No, no, we're not. No, we're just. You getting, know what? Now we're I'm gonna just name her Layla. <laughs> I'm da- dancing all over her face, Layla. There you go. Okay, I'll just to it. piss him. <laughs> okay, okay. All, all right, Zeus, you're up. The girl can't help it. She's out of control. She's so hot to hold. She's getting her way, but I'm having my fun. Uh, 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 Steaming up the window with the radio on. I love it. She found love in the back of my car. (laughs) Woohoo! Banging the freshman chicks in the back of the car. Here we go. Um. Yes, she's a good girl gone bad. One kiss can drive me mad. Love it. Great song. Love that. That's a good one. It's a good one. Plus, I good- wanted to jump on it before I felt I felt that that could go soon. Plus, good girl gone bad. How can you beat that? Oh, good one. Just a the theory. You know what I yep. mean? That, oh, that's yep. definitely. It's a, but this is the part that made me nervous, and I skipped over it. Face of a woman. Hands of a child. Yeah, I never like that lyric. <laughs> I, I never. I, that lyric always kind of freaked me out. Okay. Oh, I, I got a thought on that. That uh, okay. Maybe we we'll talk about that later. Okay. What, what, no, we're talking about it now. What's your well, thought? It, it might be on my list. Ah, uh, no. I'm surprised. I'm surprised this has not ended up on your list yet. So it's possible it's higher on your list. But her name is Charlize. 
Oh, you can pick the body out of a lineup without seeing her face. She loves high heels and lace. She's not a friend to send racy pictures. She likes teasing. She likes mystery. And you get to make X's with your arms while you're dancing with her. I'll put, I'll definitely put the X in her sex. Oh man. Now what's her name again? Charlize. Oh, you're making her that fucking name. No, Darren. Charlize Theron is stunning, dude. Oh, she's she's beautiful. She's not dirty though. Uh, that's the point here movies (laughs) i've seen movies all right i like it i like it i don't know all right so we're back to we're at number five here i got a lot of gene stuff here i think gene's the dirty one i'm gonna save the love for later maybe from paul um but this one here she wore lingerie she had long hair Thigh high snakeskin boots. She's all over me like a cheap suit. She, how can you just she she has pictures of me hanging on her wall? Oh, she's secretly cruel. Oh, just fantastic. Just everything. Pictures of me hanging on her wall, and then all this. Fantastic. Gotta love her. Secretly cruel. Cause she is nobody's fool. And just when I thought it was safe. She put her lips to my face. <laughs> she put she put your own jizz to your face. <laughs> nice. Thank you for that visual. <laughs> oh, right. yeah, something to my face. Oh, here, have some of it back. Oh, um, yes, she's a stalker, but she's secretly cruel, which I don't understand what that means. I don't know, but I, I, I don't. Maybe she's like. I don't know. I don't know. Don't ruin the image. I don't want to try to figure no, it out. No, no, no. I'm just trying to, like, I love the the song. It's catchy as fuck. Yeah. You know, the woman is just a, you know, it, it, the woman, it's the same woman Gene describes in a lot of these songs. Yeah. Very yeah. similar themes, like this dirty girl, bitch, and fucking yep. snakeskin boots, likes to get, like, fucked and all this other crazy but what does secretly cruel mean? When she when she does that, she kicks an old man down a flight of stairs when she walks out of the hotel. Like, what is she doing? Maybe she's like when they're hanging around and he's like kissing and taking out for dinner, and she just like randomly punches people in the face. <laughs> like she steals your health insurance card when you're not looking. Look at her. She's secretly cruel. I thought we had a thing going. <laughs> she, she fucking steals from the bus boy. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> she steals from the tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> She's secretly cruel, but I love her. <laughs> she fucking she she spits in the bartender's oh. fucking drinks. Oh my god, almighty. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh man. Oh. All right. Oh man. All right. Number five uh for me, I believe, right? Yep. Yep. So me, uh, you guys are bad influence on me. Oh yeah. So oh, I need, yeah. To, I need to get cleaned up. Okay. I, all right. And for me, I'm gonna be loving this woman forever. Oh, see, there you go. Okay, all right. I like it. Out in my mind. Okay. Until my life is through. Okay. How can you go wrong with the woman in forever? Paul pours his heart out. This woman seems like she deserves it. This is a lifelong love. Maybe when you're at that stage, you're ready to commit. 
this is the song for me, and that's for my Valentine forever. What a sweetheart you are. My God. Good night, Scott. So it's so lovely. Why don't you give yourself a round of applause? You're so lovely tonight. <laughs> Dynamite audience, give yourselves a round of applause. Poonie, what do you got? What are we number four here? Yeah, my number four is a Zeus repeat, but uh Okay. I've got a spin on it here because her name is Lucy. All right. And I'll tell you why her name is Lucy in a minute. Does she got a juicy pussy? <laughs> so oh, who doesn't love a straight good girl during the day, but at night she's bad oh god right that whole storyline about you know any form it, whether it's in poetry or movies or real life that song about a girl who's b- good in the morning and bad at night dude that oh, yeah. gets me all the time especially if there's a good melody yep i want to find out what makes her tingle Oof. and the reason i named her lucy is she's lucille ball during the day oh, but at night she's lucy lou Oh, my God. From, like, payback. Like, payback, Lucy. (sighs) We just had Sonny Pooney have a song involving Lucille Ball (laughs) and Lucy Lou. Where else can you get that? When I get turned on, Tom, (laughs) I like to turn on. That's great. Lucy! Oh, Lucy! That's great, because my next song here, I have uh, Mrs. Roper in my lyrics here, so. (laughs) (laughs) I got... June Cleaver talking about that she speaks jive to me or my fucking thing. But pardon me, I speak jive. All right. So, so, uh, so we're at my number four. So we'll get we'll get a little emotional because Gene's been making the list a little filthy here. So I was 17. You were just a dream. I was mesmerized. I was scared inside. You broke my heart. I can still feel the pain. I've been counted out. But I'm nobody's fool, and I sure know something. Because you showed me things they never taught me in school, and I sure know something. Paul, he's pouring it out to this chick. He knows that she's the one because nobody can make him feel the way that she does. Sure knows something. Love that. He's pouring it out. Yeah, too syrupy. That's why Donna Dixon left his ass. Uh, there might be other reasons why she left him. <laughs> But I don't we'll think that was his era with her, is it? 79, yeah, 8, yeah, 79? 79, 80, yeah. Was it? Huh? Yeah, I think so. Dude, can you imagine being dumped for Dan Aykroyd? Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I thought I Still Love You was his song to her. Yeah, but no, I mean, it's the three. same era. It's the same, like. Same era. That was 82. Years. Yeah. One is 79. The other one is, yeah, 82. Oh, sorry, it's three years. It's forever. Well, he was not dating everybody for fucking ever. He was in and out back then. He was Paul Stanley. Throwing his dick around like Dexter St. John. <laughs> Swinging his even he's fucking your wife. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I just didn't know the timeline. That's all. No, no, I got you. I got you. All, all right. right. 617-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5
feel like she wants me to bleed. Feel the thrill of my need. Oh, God. She wishes to hell I was dead. (laughs) She's like a cat on a hot tin roof, Tom. I love it when she scratches and bites. She's got my cock in a hangman's noose. Pull the rope and make it tight on my balls. Okay, so Zeus definitely is into the bondage S&M shit here we're learning. Um, Anyways, the chick from You Love Me to Hate You. Yeah, she could be interesting. Some of those lyrics make it interesting, but she, you know, she's the kind of girl you might never know what you're going to get with her. I like it. I like yeah. it. Paul I is still like chasing her. How hot yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I All contemplated right. that one, but I like I lived it. that one, so I couldn't pick no. it. <laughs> Sonny knows what it's like for real. <laughs> yeah, tell me about okay. it. We've won okay. there. All right. My number three. Uh, her name is Crystal with a K. All right. Because who doesn't love a stewardess in a tight blue dress who actually says, oh, please. And she's on her knees asking for one more time. I mean, that's just, dude, that's lyrical poetry. Like, it's gold. It's perfect. If if her dress was either red or green, she had a shot at number one. But instead. It was a tight blue dress. It's a blue dress. So she's number three, room service. Crystal with a K. I like it with the K something about the K just makes it oh, extra filthy. Think about it back then. She's like probably Pam am like wearing those tight. Fucking oh yeah. Outfits, those, oh, like God. the six late sixties outfits, yeah, the, early seventies. Yeah. yeah. Like look like go, go girls, but they were like oh, stewardesses. Yeah. yeah. Short dress <laughs> finger banging her. as She's fucking feeding, feeding fish to the aisle. Six G <laughs> Stick your finger in there. Wow. Oh. All right, so we got number three for me here. Uh, we're at number three, right? Yeah. Okay. So we'll get we're wrapping it up slowly here. So we're going to get into a little bit of loving. Oh, good lord! So this 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 girl right here, I didn't even know her name. Like a moth, I was in her flame. I knew you wanted me to feel real good by the way you smiled. You didn't have to say a word because tomorrow. We are going to fall in love. Not today. Today, we're not going to fall. Tomorrow, we're going to fall in love. I don't know what's going to happen today, but I know tomorrow we'll fall in love. Because <laughs> today involves candy and flowers. Tomorrow. Pretty much. Pretty it's much. on clearance. Pretty much. I, because I didn't even know just what to say. This doesn't happen to me every day. It's not my style. But tomorrow, we're going to fall in love. Tomorrow. So, tomorrow. Yeah, today. We're Friday just after out. next. Yeah, exactly. Next tomorrow. Friday. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. This week, Let's not see. next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the, the lovely lady in tomorrow. Okay. Number three. Well, <laughs> this woman, number three for me, Tom, Sonny, the doors were closing. And then I said to her, come here, baby. She took my finger and said, here's a button. To press. Oh, God. I love it. I raised my thang. In other words, I got a boner. Yep. <laughs> and she dropped her dress. Mind you, we're in an elevator. <laughs> I said, I'll take you on a cruise. You'll never forget while we're on the kiss cruise. Yep. 
And then all of a sudden I heard a man's voice say, we better move because I'm already wet. <laughs> and it was Sonny Pooney. <laughs> and I just realized Sonny just pissed himself. <laughs> oh, God. The chick from Take Me Down Below. Now, I'm- that is some kinky scenario shit. I knew that was going to be in this list. That's actually why I didn't pick it because I knew I knew most likely you would. So yeah, what kind of a woman says, "Okay, we better move because I'm already wet." That's such a fantastic lyric. It's such an underrated lyric because it's oh, yeah. off a horrible album. Nobody talks about it. Oh, jeans wasn't that bad. I told her that I had a submarine. <laughs> she said, "I know exactly what you mean." I told her my ship was ready to ride. She touched my heart when she touched my thigh. I love it. And meanwhile, we're shitting on the lyrics to Torpedo Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Take me down below number three. Sonny, right. number two to you. All right. Number two. Her name is Candy with a K and two E's. Ooh. All right. Okay. I didn't know if this was Candy like the LL Cool J song with the K. No, no, okay. Because no, no. you guys know I'm a gambler. Oh boy! You don't know I can make a woman sweat. Oh! Now I just happened to get to an appointment fifteen minutes early. Oh, sorry, early. <laughs> she got big boobs. She's even making sure her hand is not too cold before she touches something that might rise to an occasion. Oh! And she's not too smart <laughs> because she thought I was carrying a pistol for some reason. And she's a nurse? Dude, come on. <laughs> Candy is the woman in Love Gun. Oh, man. I li- I, I, I went away I... from the lyrics and went to the rap instead. That's okay. That's okay. So, I like it. So, Sonny, you like stupid women. <laughs> <laughs> My wife will be glad to hear that. I know. You're like, <laughs> she's not too bright. Oh, number one. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, love Gun. Love. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. You know what? I didn't even think about Love Gun. Oh, I did. How did yeah. I skip over that? Yeah, because I was That's thinking mine. stage raps, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm going to uncensored. Yeah. yeah, you pulled the trigger of my love. Like, oh, it's a yeah. woman that pulls my cock. I love that. That's a good one. All right, number two. So I like this one because this this girl can can do it all. I mean, she will adore you. She will floor you. She's smart. She's got wisdom. She's got vision. She can move you. She can improve you. She's got love. She's got devotion. She'll thrill you. And you're going to need her too. Because she's, she's just, she get the, 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 the quicker you get sicker, she removes your medication. Like you, she knows that you want it and she teases you for it. And the only thing you can do is just get the firehouse because she is setting your soul afire. She can do it all. Number two, oh. get the chick at the firehouse. Damn good one, Tom. Damn yeah. good one. Plus, oh. you'll never leave her, but you know you should. But you can't. Oh. There she is. She's just bad news, and you can't she's, help her. She's exactly. Yep. Love her. Firehouse, baby. Oh. All right. Down to my last two. Number two for me. So I broke these up a little bit, my top two. So number two for me is probably the chick that 
walks that fine line by being smoking, but not being a lunatic. By being sexy, but not being a complete fucking hose bag. Nice. Right in that fine line. And so at times... When Wait a he, second. I, I want to talk about the fine line that's sexy and complete hose bag. That line sucks. She'll suck you off, but she won't suck your friends off. So <laughs> is she on the kiss cruise? <laughs> She's got morals. <laughs> yeah. I just met her 10 minutes ago and she doesn't even think I'm attractive, but oh, she's okay. willing to do it. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So it works because I have a my phone with me and I have an alarm that goes off and that alarm goes off at 11:30. Oh god. Because that's mind. when my mind begins to get dirty. And I like I'm thinking like oh, I got to see some asses shaking to the noise the boys are making. <laughs> and I when I mean boy, I mean Sonny's farting his pants off. So I need to get the fuck out of here. So I I ditch you fucking bozos. I get in my car I hit the local titty bar because I I got a lot of perspiration going on, Tom. And when I need to, you know, get into that kind of situation, you know where I'm going to. I'm going to the chick from Take It Off because she's the one stop shop for the girl of my dreams. Oh, my God. And not only that, she likes to wave her panties in the air. Lick her lips and shake her hair. <laughs> so, so can we back up for a second? Because I'm trying to find out where the line is that makes her not a hose bag. <laughs> because she's doing it just for me. Oh, okay. Because because okay. because when I go, she starts spreading a little oil, okay. and then my blood begins to boil. Okay, but wow. more importantly. As the song goes, she begins so near, I can taste her. She's teasing me and pleasing me. And I know she's dancing, Tom. As the song says, just for me. Just for me. So I know she blew everybody in the bar two weeks ago. But tonight, tonight, (laughs) tonight is just for me. So okay. and that she's is tonight's just week. slutty enough. And tonight's all that matters. Exactly. So for me, this is the song. And I told you many a times, Tom, that I always used to think the lyrics to this song. I used to think it said that, and your pants say just for me. Oh, okay. There you go. Right. Not your dancing just for me. Your panties say just for me. Oh, so that means her bush is just for me and nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> On nice. that time for the next half an hour. Okay. I like it. I like My it. number two, the chick from Take It Off. Like it. I love it. Sonny, number, number one. one. Oh, to Sonny Pooney. <clears throat> so my number one is Lee from Left Field. So okay. it has a little bit of a story. Perfect. And I'll kind of get you guys ro- roped into the story here. So. Imagine you're with your woman, right? And have you ever been somewhere where you see a woman that you can't help but just stare at? Like you're yep. with you're with a woman, but you're staring Five at some other. Five straining orders to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to really be careful because you feel like everybody else is watching you, right? 
later you're standing next to that woman and you're talking and laughing, engaging and flirting. And now you realize everybody is watching the both of you, right? So this story actually happened to me. So I'm on the monsters of rock cruise. I went with my wife. It was the only one she went on uh, me with because it was my 50th birthday. And she wanted to stay in the room. We go check out a band. I got a bunch of friends around me. I think Tone was around, maybe his brother too. And we're standing kind of up on the perch. We're watching the band. And somebody, it wasn't, I don't think it was Tone or Mark. It couldn't have been. And somebody kind of elbows me and says, hey, check out that chick down there. And I look and I'm like, damn, because she had like (laughs) this red and black on. And for some reason, red and black is there. She had the rocker jacket on, the oh, rocker yeah. boots, the gold hoops. She's got the hair flowing. I'm like, God damn. And I would look, and then I would look away, and I would look, and I would look away. And the guy that was it the lead me, singer from Warrant? Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the guy who helped me say, hey, you better make sure your wife's not around. And Tone goes, well, Nicole's right there. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, right. Jesus. So I turn around, and I said, where? He goes, right there. And I go down, I look. I was staring at my wife. No way. She stayed in the room and dressed like a rocker. And she's not really a rocker. And came out to surprise me. And I'm like, that's my wife. Are you serious, dude? (laughs) So then I'm down there and I'm talking to her. Huh? I don't even know what to say now. I'm like a little, (laughs) I feel like I just got in on some personal shit. Right? So it was like. So it's kind of the, it's the girl and watching you, right? It's like, you're staring at somebody yeah. and you're watching her. Right. And then everybody's kind of watching us. And I was thinking as I'm standing with her, I'm like, is somebody else looking at her going, how the fuck she end up with that schmo? That's a great story, man. I didn't know where that was going. Yeah. Wow. So the girl from watching you. Okay. Holy crap, dude. That's pretty Good damn great. I like it. So see, I got some loving in me. It's I know, not all I know. bondage and shit. Not and all. Then, after all the attention your wife got dressing like that, she's like, "Yeah, why am I with this ugly guy? <laughs> yeah, why am I with this remote? I got all these guys looking at me, and I'm with him. Hey. <laughs> you got a point. <laughs> yeah, she saw me coming, and she looked away to look at somebody else. I'm like, "Hey, babe." Uh, like, like that side, like the Seinfeld episode where uh, George is like, "Yeah, you do a lot better than him." And the next thing you know, they break up. Oh, do you think they broke up because I yeah. said he could do a lot better than her? Yeah, because he doesn't even say bless you. <laughs> yeah, that one too. Did that? That's it. All right. So my number one. So I'm I'm, I'm going to preface it by saying I am predisposed to this song because it's probably my favorite Kiss song. However, I've always loved the lyrics, the story because I don't want I don't want to use the word like mysterious because that's a little too dramatic for a Kiss song. Ooh. But I like the picture that is painted by the lyrics that Paul has. Because this girl is not only a dancer, a romancer, and a cancer, but she has seen my picture in a magazine, and then she touched her hips. She told me that she'd let me. She's looking every inch a lady. She's looking good. (laughs) She's looking like she should be good. And I can feel her face inside the mirror and the lights are out and I can feel her with my hand. It's time to finish it the night out and come on and love me. 
I love it. I've always loved it. In my opinion, the greatest opening lyric shorter than put your hand in my pocket and grab out of my rocket. That might be the best, but she's a dancer, a romancer. I'm a Capricorn and she's a cancer. I love her. I just, I feel like it's like this mysterious woman that Paul has a thing for, but like she's seen him, he sees her and it just turns into this fantastic ending in a story. And that's the chick right there. Number one for me. All righty then. All righty then. Zeus, lay it on us. Number one. All right. For me, it's so I. So when we first started talking about this, I was thinking we're doing ballads, love songs, things like that. Mm-hmm. So my mind went to this right off the top, and then because I love the song so much, it stayed. This woman has to be incredible, incredible. If Gene Simmons from Kiss was singing this in 1980, you're all that I want. I knew it. You're all that I need. You're all that I see. You're everything to me. You're all that I want. To me, I think that wraps it up. If I only want you, then that's my Valentine of all the other things. So I, I don't know if this woman incorporates all the vicious, disgusting debauchery of all the other skanks on this list. But this is the one that I want. You're the only girl I've been dreaming of. You're the only woman I've ever loved. Yep. Like Gene is singing this in 1980. You tell me another Gene song which doesn't have those kind of words and then Afterwards, and I want to stick my fucking <laughs> cock in your ass. <laughs> like, 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 this is like you're waiting for the punchline, the Gene dirty lyric. It doesn't yeah. come. No, nope. so I don't get. So for me, I feel like this is his love song. Perhaps it was to share. Perhaps it was to somebody else. But this was a love song he did that he poured his heart. I love the music. I like the um the demo almost as much as I love the song. And you're all that I want. And now I feel better about how disgusting I was on my earlier part of the list because I'm ending on a nice, sweet song. So you're all that I want is my number one. Good ending. I like it. Very nicely done. Yes. Only uh, a couple duplicates here. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. And now, now we got a couple of honorable mentions we want to do too. Sure. How many do okay. you want to do? Well, I got three. Well, whatever. I, I, I think I have like. Three. I mean, I could probably do. Why don't we give it Sonny? Because I think Sonny probably has thirty. Okay. Um, his devious mind. Sonny, can you wrap it to five? In, uh, like, is that a good number, or do you have more? I only got three. I yeah, me too. Three. I have three. Oh, okay. okay. So, burn, bitch, burn. Had an opportunity, but I've always, I've already lived that life too. So I'm like, <laughs> eh, nah. Um, I had good girl gone bad because you know, she ain't looking for love. Knows the score out of control. She yep. doesn't mind the back of my car. I don't got to get a room. I know I'm kind of sounding cheap. And she's got soft hands. Get it? Oh, boy. That's how I, you right? She's got soft hands. Okay. And she's not the girl next door anymore, which is really cool. Her name was Vanessa, by the way. Oh, boy. And then my last one, and I'm going to put the first thing to bed. It's not a sticky situation because she is old enough to vote. Nice. But you got to love a woman that bends over and you forget your name. And she's got your balls. She got you by the balls. Ow! I can't believe Domino. nobody had. I can't believe nobody had that in their top ten. You know what? I can picture Sonny driving around drinking a, like a like a milkshake, chasing eighteen year olds. 
Sonny's too old. He'd be drinking an insure. He wouldn't be drinking a shake. I'll He'd tell be- you, give me a put together 45 year old any day of the week. That's oh yeah. I'm, I'm with you there, buddy. Oh yeah. I hear you. You're looking good. <laughs> All right. So my honorable mention now, the song I don't like, I, I don't like the song. We, I, I make fun of it. I think it's, I think the <laughs> finally found my way. No, I, I, people, people like this song. Found my way. People like this song, but lyrically, I think it's a, it's a good one because Paul's talking about when all hope is lost, I'm going to be there, whatever the cost, when you feel lost, someone to hold you with all their might through the darkness, I'll be there. Great lyrics, but the song sucks. And it's Dude, all the songs he- about his son, though. I love that song. I'll fight hell to hold you. Love that. Song. Oh, I thought I thought you would do it. I'll be there. No, <laughs> no, that's about his son. <laughs> Where the fuck is this episode going? <laughs> no, that no, that's Tom and I were in the right place. We oh my god, that just I will be there. I will. That's how I kept. And you say something like that. No, that's a good song. That's no, no, but when you kept saying those words. I was thinking, that's oh, yeah, the song title. No, no, no. That's the lyrics from I'll Fight Hell to Hold You. But I'll it's funny you. because you can't understand what he's saying because he sings so high and so fast that you can't even understand a vice. Right. So I'll Fight Hell to Hold You, lyrically speaking, as a, yep. I, have a, I have as an honorable mention for me. Yep. What do you got? Don't you have three? Oh, we're naming. Oh, we're doing all three. Okay. Yeah. It's funny because a lot of my, um, my honorable mentions, I have another one from crazy nights and that's, you already picked it Zeus and that's good girl gone bad. Oh yeah. Uh, that that's was going to be on my side. Bars then, huh? Yeah. Which I think is, uh, that's kind of, that's interesting. I think. Um, and then another one I had, um, you know, it's, it's definitely not, you know, lovey dovey here, but she was just 19, but in her eyes, she was old enough to know who caught between two city streets like a bad dream. Bang, bang. King of hearts. Yep. Sounds like a little adventure maybe there I with, that, with that girl. Uh, I think that'll be coming out as a single soon by somebody. Hint, hint, I think. Yeah, perhaps. That's what I'm predicting. Because she's, yep. shining, she's shining like a jewel tonight. Yeah. So. So. Like, Yep, that's my honorable mention. I, I think that's a good one. I, yep. I forget that because it's King of Hearts. He's talking about himself. That there's a girl in that pitch in that yep. song. Yeah, yep, good one. So I want to throw out uh, two things. I have three, but I want to throw out two other ones. I would have. I was going to take in my picks, but I don't want to do duplicates. I'd rather make it more fun. So let's put the X in sex, of course. Because yep. the woman's playing games with you, man. Yeah. She's like, she's into kinky shit. You know, your your marriage is getting stale or your relationship's getting stale. She's starting to send you letters. And she's like, like not upset. This is the thing that I always wanted to talk about. She's not upset that you're pondering, oh, who could this be? Right. Like, shouldn't she be like, what do you mean? You you better know it's me. Who else would you be thinking it could be, right? Yeah. You might Think about this way. If you read the lyrics in a mindset that it's his ex and he's putting the X in sex, get it? E-X. He's putting his ex in sex. And Could that be. is actually his ex-girlfriend that's messing with him. Paul's not smart enough to do that. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say I think he, this he's is giving him way too much credit. Calm it down. That, he's not doing that. <laughs> you lost me when you started making sense. No. <laughs> Um, so that was one. And the other one I had was a surprise one that you picked. I thought it would be a deep cut. She's so European. Oh, oh yeah. Like some fucking, like fancy thing. She's all that kind of shit. And you'd be like, yep. come here, you little fucking. I'll show you fucking European. Yep. And that is, which gets me back to my 
three honorable mentions. Number one of them is the I'll show her the European Greek style. Nothing to lose. But I thought <laughs> oh. it'd be too cliche yeah. if I picked that song, right? Yep. She didn't want to do it. But she but did she, anyway. She did anyway. Somebody that I can con and convince to do stuff sexually. Yep. Oh, yep. Who, who's not gonna like that? Come on. No, you'll like it. You'll like it. It'll, it'll, don't worry, it only hurt a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> then um the song title speaks for itself. Which one of you would say, nah, I'm all set to have your Valentine be hotter than hell? Good one. She looked good, she looked hotter than hell. Good god. Damn! Another one. Another one with the lyrics are better than the actual song. Yeah, <laughs> I think the hotter than hell is relative to the text groove. <laughs> Some of us think somebody's hotter than hell. I'm like, Ugh. meh. Yep, exactly. Yeah, but just that's a pretty simple one. Hotter oh, than yeah. hell. She looks than hell. Yep. All right. And then uh, one that I surprised. We talked about this when we were thrown over the concept, Tom. But you never, you, none of us picked this. Uh, and this was on my honorable mentions. And that is King of the Nighttime World. I think yes. of me ruling the nighttime world, and I've got my chick by my side, the headline the head. queen. You know what's funny? Pretty much every song from Rock and Roll Over could have used this. Oh, could yeah. have you had I Want You Take Me Love Dr. Love Making Love. I had Love Him Leave Him ba- Baby Driver. Like you could like it, the whole album was pretty much an option. <laughs> Everyone wants to get laid. Everyone wants to bang a chick. Pretty much. Yeah. That's true. All right. Now I hope because we have maybe one girl listener. I hope <laughs> all the guys listening to this episode were not listening to their with their wives. I hope they were. <laughs> They're probably <laughs> fucking perverts. Uh, honey, can you be good girl gone bad tonight? <laughs> exactly. Right. Not listening to that podcast anymore. Um, I wonder if how many people are like, oh God. <laughs> I'm gonna put on some porn now. I can't I can't get through this episode. Maybe we got people all excited. Maybe like, whew, happy Valentine's Day, baby. I got a three hour shout out loud cast as a gift for you. <laughs> Oh, the last good porn you fucking got off to. Shout it out loudcast episode one ten with Sunny Pooney. <laughs> Ooh, that's not what I had in mind, but let's go turn up the bass. Uh, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little out there, um, but from our deviant minds to your deviant ears, we hope you enjoyed it. I had a blast. I think it was a fun. That's what this is about. We talk about it every week. Kiss, but from a fun angle and Sonny made it even more fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed it because we sure shit did. Yeah. Yeah. Ton of fun. It's all in how you read the lyrics, right? It's when you have a great lyricist and at times Gene and Paul are right to the point, but at times they kind of hide the message and it could mean maybe five different things. Right. So it kind of puts a picture in your mind and I think that makes it fun. Yeah, definitely. There was a couple bondage ones. There's like, you know, you love me to hate you. There was sweet pain, things like that. Like, yeah, they enjoy that the woman is treating them like shit. Yep. I babysit two timer. Like, like, Jesus, why are we putting up with all this shit? It's like they, they get off on getting fucking abused or be abusive. So yep. they've got a different kind of spin. What's that? Up? What's the one you said? Mon? Come here. Bitch, what's that one, Tom? Dance all over your face. (laughs) I think you did that for one of your kiss lyrics. Listen here, bitch. (laughs) He says it like three times in the song. (laughs) What the fuck? 
It's like, settle down, Gene. <laughs> crazy shit. Oh. Anyways, guys, that part, that was just <laughs> unique. <laughs> yes. Unique. Yep. All right. Tom, you know what time it is. Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of ClickTeeShop.com, and for all your shout-it-out-loudcast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeeShop.com. At ClickTeeShop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired t-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all-new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. All right, so the question of the week is an easy one here. And it comes from Alex on Facebook. And he says, very simply, will you guys be reviewing the Soul Station album at any point on the show? Absolutely. You fucking kidding me? Absolutely. Well, well I guess that's going to be the first solo episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. <laughs> Uh, we've reviewed some shit things on this show. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna have to because we we if you've listened to the show before, we include Kiss Family Tree album. You know, we've done Ace yeah. Frehley Trouble Walking. We've done Vinnie Vincent All Systems Go. We're gonna get to we, all that. We got like four, four the four most recent Ace Frehley solo albums to go through. So yes. <laughs> Come on, yeah, Sonny, tell us your opinion on that. You want to be on those episodes? Uh, not the Ace Frehley solo album. So, I love Sonny, Motown, though. I love Motown. I, 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 I don't want to. I don't, we'll, we'll save it. But yes, I, I think, look, we have a lot of fun with what we think of Paul doing this and what we think of the idea of it. But it, it, it it's a Kiss family album, and we're, we're going to get to it. We're going to yeah. get to it. I don't know when. Um, looking good, but maybe sooner than later, maybe we'll do it right when it comes out in March. I I don't know, but it's, it'll be there and we'll see what happens. And, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go into it with an open mind, which means I'm going to tell you right now that it's going to suck, but that's okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but no, but that was a nice, simple question. And I'm glad he asked that because I'm sure people like, gee, I wonder if they're even going to talk about it. Of course, we're going to talk about it. It's a kiss, kiss podcast. And we love Paul. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll like the album. I don't know. I don't know. So there's our question of the week. Nice and sweet and short one there. Sonny, where can we hear you? Uh, GrowingUpRock.com and uh, Growing Up Rock Podcast, wherever you get your fine podcasts. And uh, Podcast Rock City. Podcast Rock City, all KISS podcasts. I'm sure we'll talk Soul Station also. Oh, because, yeah. you know, every KISS podcast has to. And I'm actually looking it up right now. So Gene Simmons has 41,600 listeners. Yep. Uh monthly listeners, okay? Okay. Is this Spotify you're looking at? Yeah, uh, this is Spotify I'm looking okay. at. Okay. Yep. And Paul Stanley Soul Station has 44,384. So he almost has as many people listening to Soul Station right now as they do Gene Simmons. So Paul Stanley has 44,000 Spotify burner accounts. That are just listening to Soul Station. <laughs> right. All right. All right. Well, good for him. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Good for you. Good for Tom, you. Tom, what about us? Can people hear us anywhere? No. So so uh, you can start off by reaching out to us at shoutedoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutedoutloudcast at gmail.com. As you can tell at the beginning of the episode, we always read the emails. Uh, we love them. 
great feedback, you know, feedback, suggestions, show ideas, whatever. Uh, and of course, all the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're very interactive on all that, as you can tell when we do feedback. Um, we have the great Facebook uh, group page, the Shout It Out Loudcasters Facebook group page. Great place to join. People sharing pictures, stories, articles. It's uh, toxic free. So we love the we love all eras of the band. Uh, you can talk about anything you want there. And um, as I mentioned earlier, too, we're part of the great Pantheon podcast network of shows. Tons of great shows, different genres, different topics, um, all kinds of great stuff there. Uh, and you can find our show uh, pretty much anywhere you can hear a podcast. You know, the big ones, iTunes, Spotify, etc. Uh, and you can find us anywhere. And as we mentioned earlier, our good friend Ed from Click T Shop, he designed our really cool show logo. Uh, in his website, you can buy Shout It Out Loudcast gear as well as other really cool Kiss-inspired graphics. Uh, Ed's a, a great friend of the show, and uh, his products are top-notch, so check him out. Yep. Uh, Tom, I always like to uh, tell people to uh, continue to send us DMs on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we get them, and we love to correspond with you guys. I repeat the email because I, I think that's our preference. Emails are always awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, email is shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. You can find us on all the podcast platforms. If there's a platform you like and we're not on it, let us know. We'll get on it. And uh, also, please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, that has taken off and a lot of our comments now, weekly comments come from our YouTube channel. Thanks to some of our consistent listens, listeners there, uh, Anthony Stratus, uh, sometimes, uh, Marty, White. Roderick, Marty White's the legend over there. And, uh, so all that keep, continue to do so. And then, uh, also, uh, if you can give us one of those five star, star. child reviews on iTunes where uh, you can tell us uh, why uh, this episode today made you so hot and <laughs> and, and bothered <laughs> and things like that. Um, and uh, any other nice comments. So we also want to give another shout out to our Patreon subscribers. Thank you for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Anybody that's interested, please let us know. You can find us on Patreon.com, Patreon the app, or you can also find it in the episode. If you open it up, you'll see the links to either our emails, our YouTube channel, or Patreon. Um, As I described earlier, Tom, I said that we uh, love it when we get those five-star child reviews on iTunes and anywhere else you could leave a review And we do have one here that I'd like to read for you, if you bear with me one second, Tom. And uh, we received this one recently. It's from Osumes, dude, ever. So I now that I read that aloud, it's so I think he's trying to say awesomest dude ever, but it's but he's trying to he's trying to be trying to be creative and spell it. Well, he gives us five stars, so he's a genius in my opinion. Beautiful. Um, he the title is the best. If you like Kiss having fun, laughing, and just straight up being entertained, then this is for you. By far the best KISS podcast going. Never a dull moment. Now, I believe, thank you so much, awesomest dude ever. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it. And please, anybody else that can do that, we always appreciate it. Go give us one of those five-star reviews. I believe we either may get many, many, many people agreeing with that, 
or many, many people go, what the fuck did I just listen to exactly. hearing this episode? Exactly. Yeah. And we say this all the time, just like Paul Stanley said in extreme, extreme close up. If you love us, that's great. If you hate us, that's great too. If you're in the middle, get out. That's what we want. <laughs> we want passionate fans one way or the other. So that's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for that five star uh, iTunes review. That's fantastic. We appreciate that very much. Yes. Continue to listen to us. We'll have more updates on uh, the Ripper. Uh, uh, King, my high, my uh, junior high English teacher that we chased out um, to because I had this flashback of talking about King. I decided to post on my personal Facebook page about King Sonny. And I can't remember the last time I had like 80 comments on a post, but you got fucking loaded. All of us friends. One of the last things I want to leave you with an impression, Thomas, I forgot about this, that the girls, the girls were just okay, as bad. They used to take their Aquanet and spray it and burn the deaths in front of him. Dude, I said this before. Did you go to the school like and lean on me? <laughs> there was another that said do you remember when i tripped him and he got up and this is a girl saying this tripped him and he fell in the hallway and he got up and got in my face and called me a cocksucker wow. <laughs> so he's he's must be a fan of this show hopefully he's listening <laughs> somebody out there's gonna find king for us See? this poor bastard See, it's funny because I went to a Catholic school and the nuns would have beaten us into submission if we even tried this stuff. Oh, my God. So we were like scared straight. Like they would humiliate you with punishment. So none of that. I mean, shit went down in Catholic schools. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure I have listeners out there. But this kind of stuff, we would have been they <laughs> shot on sight. They filled this blue Dodge up with snow yeah. and oh, pushed it on the Mass Avenue. <laughs> oh, my God. King. We'll have some more King stories for you in the future. All right. <laughs> so before we end, we usually go to famous last words. Sonny, what do you got? Okay, for the voyeurs out there. Ooh. Because everybody else is here. Yes. Everybody else is here. Everybody. <laughs> else is here watching us excellent love that all right well it ain't just luck but i better knock on wood she's gonna give me everything somehow i knew she would hell yeah Ooh. yeah It's so hard to choose when you all look so fine, but I got nothing to lose, but my money and my mind, the greatest sleaze kiss lyrics of all time. Love it. The Mount Rushmore of kiss sleaze. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Take it off. Thank you, that beautiful, devious, incredible mind of yours, Sonny Pooney. Thank you, my partner, Tom. Thank you, Kiss Army. Thank you, everybody. Sonny, thank you so much for joining us. Great time, great topic, tons of fun, and that's what we want. So thank you, and Zeus, as always, thank you. 
for being my partner in crime. Ooh. Ooh, so that song was about me and you? Okay. Maybe. Guys, thanks for the invite. Uh, Jericho, thanks for not answering the text so I could be on. And I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.